Welcome to the Dope CFO Podcast, where you can find the best information for accountants and bookkeepers that want to start and grow a highly profitable and flexible remote cannabis accounting firm. With your hosts, Naomi Granger and Andrew Hunziker. Now that's dope. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Hunziker, CPA, also CFO, founder of Dope CFO as well. Um, quick about my background. I've been a CPA for over 25 years, was at a big four, um, including PricewaterhouseCoopers. I won the gold medal award for the highest score on the CPA exam, as well as was runner up for the Portland, Oregon Business Journal CFO of Year Award in 2017. And I was the first ever cannabis CFO to be nominated. Done lots of startup work as well. Um, and love um, teaching all of our community. We have now over 500 people in all 50 states in our Dope CFO program. This one's called Five Things Successful Accountants Do Right. Um, I think, um, so right off the bat, people listening on this, we get a lot of people that are just thinking about getting into this industry and thinking about either starting their own firm or starting their own cannabis or CBD hemp firm as an accountant, bookkeeper, CPA, enrolled agent. Um, and, you know, maybe you have a job, maybe you don't have a job. Um, we all have different backgrounds. There's also many people, I think, listening as well that are already in, in our program. And so as I go through the fifth, if you're in uh, my program already, um, weight number five is going to be related specifically to you, the first four things you already have. Um, because you're in our program and so I'll get to those kind of at the end real quickly um, so I talked to I've literally talked to probably four or five thousand accountants and bookkeepers the last um, two to four years as well as I've worked with hundreds over the last 10 years of, of every skill set bookkeepers enrolled agents attorneys CPAs MBA CFOs and taught um, hundreds um almost a thousand at this point as well and so i i hear lots and lots of things one one question i often get is well i know you're successful i know maybe your students are successful do i really have what it takes can i do this i'm holding down a job i'm a single mom i've got two kids you know COVID's hitting the country um i'm not sure that i have the time what do, what do I need to get into that? So I'm going to cover all of that here. Um, and even a little bit about my story. You know, when I got into cannabis, it was a total accident. Um, I just accidentally got a client. And then from that first client, which was a lab in Bend, Oregon, where I live, I landed a pretty high profile CFO job of a, a company that was called the coolest um, cannabis. I'm trying to think the coolest company in cannabis by Esquire magazine. We had a lot of publicity. Um, it was a pretty big operation. We raised you know almost ten million dollars, and so I went in this like oh, holy crap. I don't know anything about cannabis or accounting or farming or the sub niches I had never dealt with farming, um, chemical manufacturer, um, labs. I had done a little bit of retail. 
So I, I lack confidence tools. I spent months and months and months researching and reaching out to other accountants that I could find serving in the niche and Googling and talking to people in big four that I knew. And it was amazing the lack of knowledge and and stuff like we actually have today in our Dope CFO program that I would have gladly bought. I was looking, I mean, gosh, I would guess I wasted at least 50 to 100 hours just looking for stuff that wasn't there. Um, and at my hourly rate at that time, which is 300 bucks an hour, I probably spent 30 to 50 grand in my time to find something that didn't exist. So hopefully I can at least solve part of that problem for you today. Um, anyone in our programs, I like to have a base level of accounting knowledge. Now we do have bookkeepers in our program that some of the, some of the bookkeepers may have an accounting degree. Many of them do. Some of them may have a QuickBooks Pro certification or a tax certification, or there's many different programs or levels of knowledge. Now, if someone comes to me and say, Andrew, I just, you know, last week I was selling cars and this week I, I took, or I'm taking a bookkeeping course. I'm just getting into accounting. I would probably say, yes, get your feet wet a little bit. I like people to at minimum have a couple of accounting courses under their belt to get into cannabis accounting. It's pretty complicated. But assuming you have some accounting knowledge, you don't have to have an accounting degree, but you've taken maybe accounting one and two. Um, you've got that. You know how to do bookkeeping. You, you, you have your own firm or you want your own firm. Kind of that's all it really needs to to take to get started. You know, the good thing for all of us in this business to, oh, by the way, I need to mention, I'm gonna be dropping in our cannabis accounting um, um, guide. Uh, Matthew, sorry, you can't hear me well. I'm putting up my volume to max. Um, so we'll be dropping in our free accounting guide here in a few minutes as well. But um, so again, to get, if you have your own firm or don't, cannabis or non-cannabis, you bookkeeper, accountant, CPA, whatever, you're very lucky in this day and age. I'm 57 um, in a couple of months. You know, I wish all this stuff was available when I was starting out. So just right now to have a national firm, one person firm, whether you're a bookkeeper, CFO, CPA, whatever, you can have a one person firm out of your bedroom that's national, even global, um, very easily. You need a laptop, a phone, a few apps like you know, Google, Dropbox, Excel, Microsoft Word, LinkedIn, Zoom, you have a few basic apps, you got a business. And on top of that, you can have a website, yes or no. You could just use LinkedIn like many people do, and that's not a requirement. But the number one thing you need as you grow your career over time is knowledge. So I tell people, I don't care how much, how little time you have, or if you've got 40 hours a week to devote to this. Every one of us should be devoting a piece of that, whatever time we have available to education. That is our one and only asset. So you could have a hundred different degrees or certifications. You could be the CPA, enrolled agent, bookkeeper, certified pro, or um, a CFA, or whatever your skill set is. That education, if you grow it over time, that translates into value to your clients and that's what will get you um, paid ultimately. So how do you how do you kind of get there? Step one is you you get those few apps and tools that we talked about that are pretty easy. Then you get um, 
you just focus on, oh, knowledge is my asset, so I'm going to grow it. I'm going to invest my time, first of all, every single week. could be courses, reading books, podcasts, um, certifications. I mean, longer-term things like getting a CPA or shorter-term things like getting your um, zero certified certificate or whatever it is. Always be at increasing that. That's our asset. Or just knowledge about the niche. So that's kind of the baseline level. I do it today as well. Always looking for new things to learn um, every single week. And both, I, and I invest, like I asked my prospects to invest, I invest dollars as well as time, whether CPE or a new program or whatever. I've taken many. So let's just jump into the top five things you need and and how you can get these as you go on. So let me make sure I'm getting a comment. Um, they're saying in my live, hopefully you all still hear me. Um, so the top five, first and foremost, is have a great niche and knowledge to serve that niche. I tell every last person I talk to on the phone, whether you buy my program or not, if you want your own firm, I am 100% convinced. I've had now 11 years on my own. I've been a CPA for 30, but I was CFO of a, a big oil and gas operation for 10 years. The last almost 11 years now, I've been on my own. The first five, I served everybody, and I focused only on my one little tiny little town of 80,000 people. And now I know there's a much better way. That's the way we all did it from big four down to small firms for the last 50 years. Um, this is a newer idea. I think at this point it's pretty common knowledge. Pick a, make sure it's a good niche and then build your expertise in that niche to serve one niche. If you have one niche, you have many benefits. First of all, over time you can become an expert and every year that goes by, you're more of an expert. And so as you're an expert in that niche, it's, a, going to be easier to find clients. Secondly, you're going to have more value to add them because you're going to be knowing about accounting, tax, operations, software, banking, insurance, all kinds of issues that you can help those clients with as opposed to if you're just serving everybody, you don't know enough to add more than just basic accounting. So you add that extra value by being an expert to the clients. Guess what? They pay you more money. That's great. And then not only do they pay you more money, it's easier to serve them because you have the same tools and work papers for every single client. So your cost per client goes down, your time goes down per client, so your margin expands. So you're not only making more money, you're spending less time and you just have way more margin. It's a no-brainer. Pick a great niche and, and grow your expertise in that niche over time. Now that said, that's a one-time decision. I talk to hundreds of clients, including myself, um, including many in our program who have picked the wrong niche. I picked dentist niche, you know, six years ago. And I wasted six months before I figured out that, yeah, dentists are great. They're everywhere. They make a ton of money. But guess what? They're overserved by dental accounting experts. And two, they're very hard to find and reach. They make themselves difficult to reach. Um, so make sure you pick a good niche because that decision is kind of a one-time deal. Don't mess that up. Cannabis, CBD, hemp are far and away the fastest, biggest growing industry in the U.S. and the globe. To me, it's a no-brainer. The average mom-and-pop client is seven-figure. Um, there's about 50,000 companies right now in the U.S. Probably eight out of ten of them, maybe more than that, have really bad accounting. 
solution right now. Um, we're going to be in hundreds of thousands of new companies coming on board. And none of those, since they don't exist, have accountants. So this is a great niche. If you don't pick this niche, that's fine, but make sure you pick a good niche. Okay, we have have linked the Cannabis Accounting Guide in here. Um, so that's step one. Um, anyone can do that. Research it. You know, you can do that on your own time. Doesn't take a, a ton of time, but make sure you, you get a good niche. Um, secondly, and I talk to this, everyone, they tell me this like they're unique. Well, Andrew, I'm an accountant or I'm a bookkeeper, but because I do not like sales or marketing, I hate it. I don't want to do it. Um, guess what? We're all the same. We're all introverts or most of us. And we want to sit at home. We want to do accounting. We do not want to do marketing. That's why we didn't major in that in business school or whatever. Um, so we need a simple way. It's got to be effective. It's got to provide a high ROI. Um, it's got to be something we can do that we're not going to be dreading. Like, oh my gosh, I've got to get someone on the phone or I've got to go visit them in person and sell them my services. That makes us nervous, scared, afraid. And so we want to have a very, very easy way to find business owners, quickly pitch to them, and quickly get a yes or no. We don't want maybes. We don't want long back and forth emails and second phone calls and all that. Waste our time. There's too big of a pond um, for the system. In our program, it's very simple. It's find a business owner. We provide about 30 ways to find an owner in this industry. It's super duper easy. Um, second part is um, send them an email, which I've written in our program. When you send a business owner an email, make sure you hit their pain points. Um, so what are cannabis CEO pain points? Banking, accounting, software, um, putting out fires all day long, um, saving on taxes. We know their pain points. So we send an automated email. Um, if they book a call, we do a very short 10 to 15 minute call with the business owner. We do not sell them. We do not defend our resume and we don't let them ask a bunch of questions. Our first call is for us to ask them questions. We ask very simple questions. How many entities? How many verticals are you in? How many employees? What are your forward revenues? Five to 10 simple questions. That's great. All we need. Thank you. We will send you a proposal. And if you like how that sounds, Mr. Um, or Mrs. Business Owner, you can um, respond and we'll go from there. So our system is super easy to go through that process. You know, it may take 10 minutes to find a business owner, two minutes to send an email. We'll do a 10 minute call. We'll send a proposal. All that's most of it's automated other than the phone call. So we can do that very effectively. And so then all we need to decide is, OK, how many depending on how busy you are, say you are super busy, maybe you can only reach out to four business owners a week. Maybe someone else can reach out to 20 a week. That's going to affect how quickly um, you land that first client. There is a little bit of luck. Um, you know, you could send your first email like some people have and got get a really good client. Or it may take you 20 emails to get four phone calls to get one client or 50. Um, so that's the basic system. You want to have it simple. You want to have it not be stressful. So to find that owner, I can do it on my computer. I can send them the email. I can send them the final offer, which I've written, which is value-based. That's all easy. The phone call, I only ask questions. I don't sell at all. I don't defend myself. I don't answer their questions. It's very easy to ask questions. Anyone can do it. They're simple. 
And if they want to dig in more, I just say, look, I'm super busy um, right now. We get a lot of tire kickers. Let me send out a proposal about how we work. If that sounds good, then we can dive into questions. We send our proposal and let them say yes or no um, to our proposal. We don't do follow-up. We explain in our proposal that, yes, we do a lot for you. Our competition doesn't do this much. And since we do so much, we charge you a lot of money for that value we're going to provide you and take it or leave it, yes or no. That's what we want. We don't get questions back like, why is your fee so high compared to Sally or Joe? We have already told them. So they can say yes or no. If they say yes, great, we jump in. So whether you're in our program or not, figure out a simple system that you can do where you can automate and pick a target. I'm going to reach out to four business owners a week and you can just follow it and track that week after week. If you pick 10, 4, 20, whatever it is a week, follow through and make sure you um, you do that. All right, going slower than I thought here. Secondly, if you pick a niche and you pick, uh, and by the way, all people who are on the call list in our, in our program, um, you've got one to four because number three, You've got to have the tools, systems, education, work papers, and processes to add huge value to business owners in that niche. Um, again, this is above and beyond what our competition provides, so it gives us instant differentiation to our competitors. It provides massive value. That massive value earns us higher fees and ultimately ensures an endless funnel of clients because when you're serving these clients well um, and doing a great job being an expert, Ultimately, that marketing piece that we just talked about that everyone hates, that's going to resolve itself by year two, three, and four. You don't market at all because people find you. So like I sit here all day, I don't even take clients. I feed them into our program, but they call me up and send me emails. I got one this morning. So um, that takes care of the marketing piece. There is no better marketing um, than world-class service. You've got, but to do that world-class service, you've got to have education, tools, systems, work papers, knowledge. Um, and by the way, that's also your best insurance policy. Um, someone ever sues you later, if you're doing this world-class systems um, for your clients, that's your number one line of defense on insurance. So how do you get those tools? You pick a niche or whatever, you pick cannabis niche, how do you get that? Um, there's only two ways I know of. You can do what I did, spend two years well, first of all, if you have the knowledge I have, I've been a 30-year CPA. I've led big firms to big exits. Um, I scored very highly on the CPA exam. So I had the knowledge and in my head and background to where I could actually build this stuff for myself and using others and, and doing a lot of work and research and connecting with other accountants and attorneys. That's a very costly method. I estimate that I have hundreds of thousands of dollars into building this stuff for my own firm. Um, the other easier way to get it, we have it, we sell it, and you can contact me uh, through b at dopecfo.com or on our, our FB page as well. So, but that, that is a key. If you pick that niche or you pick dentist, I had the same thing. I picked dentist for six months. I actually spent a lot of work trying to figure out what are the dental tax issues? What are the special needs of them? And where do I get these tools? I couldn't find it. And there were accountants out there that had it they just weren't sharing it <laughs> they were using it with themselves so um, you need to think that through this is a key step you have to have it um, and so those are the two ways i know about getting it fourth step 
once you have that knowledge, if you are out there on your own, again, this is, comes into today's environment. In the old days, all of us one-person firms, we're basically on our own. We get stuck with a question. We go to Google, or maybe we have a friend that's at a CPA firm or whoever. We can try to find answers. It's hard and time-consuming. If you have a team of experts and a community at your back, you're going to be able to compete with bigger firms. When I worked at Pricewaterhouse, it didn't matter what my client asked me. And I'm pretty smart, I feel. I know a lot about accounting and tax, but I get asked things all the time that I had no clue what the answer is. I today get asked things all the time I don't know the answer. Um, so where, where do we go to get that knowledge? We have to have a team of experts and community at our back. Again, in our program, we do have that community. Um, I feel at this point we probably have the premier um, community of CPAs, enrolled agents, bookkeepers, CFOs, even attorneys, 300 of us in all um, 50 states. So probably the best source of knowledge in the U.S. There is no question that our um, collective knowledge cannot answer. We've seen pretty narrow questions. It might be a county tax in the Bay Area. Someone will have that knowledge, um, even if it's not me. So those are the top four things. Niche, a marketing system that you can use and not worry about. The tools and knowledge and work papers to actually provide this massive service to, to um, your clients. And then that team of experts and community. So what? So this brings us down to a really um, crucial question that I get a lot. Okay, Andrew, what's the difference between, you know, there's hundreds of you across the U.S. in this program. You know, someone's obviously doing the best and someone's obviously doing the worst in our program. What's the difference between people who are successful? And we have many, many, many people in our program that are successful and someone who's less successful. Um, there's always going to be a luck element to whatever we provide in our marketing and outreach. You know, picking the niche we can do, we can have a great marketing system, we can have those tools, and we can provide great service, and we can have that community. But as we outreach to a client, that one piece will involve a little bit of luck. I know people, I won't say names, Tammy, who their very first email landed in a six-figure engagement. That didn't happen to me. It didn't happen to a lot of others. But we can also increase our luck. So say um, Sally, who just joined the program last month, she's busy and got whatever going on, and she can only reach out to three business owners a week. That's what she can do. She's got three hours to devote to this. Someone else, maybe I got um, Susan, who just got out of college and she's at home during the COVID stuff, living at her parents. She doesn't have much of a budget and she's got 60 hours a week to devote to this. And she's going to reach out to 15 business owners a day. Obviously her luck is going to come through um, a little bit quicker on that. But to me, luck is only, and just like I said, you can, you can um, increase your luck by putting effort and time into it. Um, that's only one of the things. So the fifth and crucial ingredient to what successful accountants get right, and I have a lot of these myself, um, and I know many people in our program do, and hopefully you do as well, and this is, I cannot provide this piece other than to be a role model, 
um, to give you inspirational quotes or readings or, or um, answer questions, but these are the soft skills and traits that each one of us and you already have, and we all have a different mix. Um, of these things. So I'm going to list some of these and we we had a post about this recently. You can look in our our group and other people came up with other ones. But what are some of these soft skills that you might have that your competitors hopefully don't have um, or in less less volume than you have? First off the top of my list is organization. If you are an unorganized accountant um, in your life and your business, things are going to be harder for you. So if you have ways, and we provide tools to get organized in our programs, checklists and end-of-month things like that, but at the end of the day, organization is a skill set. You either have it or you don't, and if you don't have it, you should invest time and money into going and getting that skill and education. There's many courses that teach that skill. Another one's discipline. If you want to run your own business, you have to be disciplined. So again, does that take a degree or a certificate? No. I know personally, in our program and out, literally PhD, CPA, masters, accountant, eight other degrees and certificates that actually aren't that successful and don't have, yeah, they're smart as heck and they have all kinds of degrees, but they don't have some of these soft skills and so their business suffers. On the other end of the spectrum, I can think of several bookkeepers that have no, not even a college degree, maybe a few accounting classes, but they have tons of these soft skills and they're go-getters and they have initiative and they're disciplined and they believe in themselves and they're confident and they're super successful. So these are very, very important things. And again, each one of these, say you aren't disciplined. If you're gonna run your own business, you have to be disciplined. If you wake up every day and I'm the same, I've got three boys um, and they all require my attention and they're at home right now and just like this morning we went to two different car dealers I've got one boy turning 16 and getting him to driver's ed we're doing homeschooling we're taking them back and forth I'm trying to help my wife and run my business um, so if I don't have these skills there's not enough hours in the day but if I'm organized and have discipline I can get it all done there's more than enough time communication can you, do you have good writing skills? And can you communicate verbally with your clients, with your prospects? Um, are you weak in communication? Again, anything you're weak at that I'm listing on the skill set, whether you're in, in the program already or not, spend your time. Every single week you should be doing education. Where should that education go? To fill up your weak points. We all have weak points. So if your weak point is communication, great. You can take there's speech classes, there's Toastmasters, you can take writing classes, you can hire copywriters. Figure out where your weaknesses are and spend time to shore those up. Here's another two, um, and this comes to once you have a client. This is huge. Are you reliable? Do you basically, reliability, dependability, do you do what you say? Like if you tell someone, you're going to have the books closed by the 10th. Do you get them closed by the 10th every single month? And are you responsive? When they reach out to you on a Sunday night, do you get back to them pretty quickly or do you wait five days? Um, I will tell you, most CPA firms and attorneys are horrible at responsiveness. They may, 
you may have a simple question or issue you want to be investigated and it may take back and forth emails a month to get it resolved that's ridiculous you can do better than that um i'm super responsive you'll see that if you're in my group or on post I respond. I get it done. You know, I block out times to respond, to email, to Facebook, to Messenger, to Slack. I have people coming at me about 50 different ways. That's fine. I block out time. I get back to them all, and I get back to inbox zero every single week. Um, motivation. You got to be motivated. And so whatever that is, you know, how do you take care of yourself and get motivated? Do you meditate? Do you exercise? Do you eat healthy? Um, do you listen to inspirational speakers? Whatever you do, you need that skill set. Do you have a hard work ethic? To have a successful business, I don't care if you're selling tacos in a food cart or having a bookkeeping business, do you have a work, work ethic? One person in a program, I that just absolutely killed it within six months of joining our program. This was a while back. I asked her, I was like, I was like what is your secret skill? You have just absolutely crushed it. She went way past my business in six months. And she's like, nobody will outwork me. She's like, I work 80 hours a week. That's my secret. So I'm not willing to work 80 hours a week um, at this point in my career. So I work a little bit less. But that's okay. I want to be successful. I know the work it takes me to get there. Um, initiative, confidence, mindset. You can go on and on about these soft skills and which ones are most important um, to you. But at the end of the day, that is, is a very secret sauce. All these things, if you pick this niche and you want the other set of things, we provide these in our program. Um, and and some inspiration and motivation around these soft skills as well but um that's the difference between people in our program that are super successful versus some that that maybe not um so naomi you can send me a message about building work papers for another niche and we can talk about that but most everything we have is tailored into this niche but anyway that is all i've got for today Thank you everyone for coming. Hopefully this helped um, some of you. And um, again, I talk a lot and a lot of it's the same things over and over and over. It's, it's kind of like weight loss. You know, it's not super complicated. If you're healthy and you exercise and you choose the right foods, you can lose weight. You know, if you want to build a successful accounting firm, I know how to do it. And many people in our program do it, but it does take some skills and knowledge. Um, so if you want more info, just um, get back with us and we will go from there. Thanks for listening. For more information on our program, what we're all about, make sure you go over and visit us at dopecfo.com. For more tips, industry news, um, updates, you can also follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. We have a Dope CFO Facebook group where I also host Facebook Lives every single Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, we bring a wealth of knowledge about the cannabis and hemp CBD industries to these lives. Uh, make sure you come with questions as well, because every live ends with a Q&A, and usually we have a giveaway as well. Um, this Facebook group is also full of marketers, attorneys, other accountants, bookkeepers who can support you and answer your questions. Um, and also, you may want to subscribe to our podcast. Um, and finally, don't forget to be dope.